this is really significant. This economic impact is going to be as big as the 2008 financial crisis, the pandemic economic shocks, the 1970s oil price shocks where, you know, three-day working weeks here in the UK, it's kind of hard to to imagine that happening again. The detail will be different. Each of those previous financial shocks or economic shocks has a different profile to the one that we have now. But the scale is not beyond the realms of possibility that the scale will be similar to those. Welcome to the Independent School Podcast. Thinking and acting strategically is the key to both securing the future of your school and helping to build a more equal and just world. My name's Juliette Corbett. I'm a consultant, speaker and facilitator specialising in helping independent schools. In this podcast, I translate tried and tested strategy and fundraising techniques into a language that works for schools. So if you're a senior leader in a private school and you want your daily work to feel less exhausting and more strategic, and if you want once more to feel the joy of making the world a better place through education, then you're in the right place. Welcome, and let's get started on this week's episode. Hello, and welcome to this first episode of the podcast, which is going to be specifically focusing on how schools can respond to the invasion of Ukraine. We are all watching on our TV screens and on our devices the most horrendous humanitarian disaster unfolding day by day. And all of the experts are telling us that there is worse to come. As school leaders, when we see these disasters hit, we need to know how we're going to lead our schools in a way which is supporting those people within our community helping those people who are directly impacted by the disaster and then also understanding the impact, the future impact on our schools. So in this series of episodes, what I'm going to be doing is talking first and quite briefly actually about how you can be protecting the well-being of the people within your community. So that's mostly pupils but also including alumni. Next time, I'm going to be talking with a charities expert about how schools can best help the people of Ukraine. And then I have a series of episodes which I'm planning now, which will be coming out over the next couple of weeks, which will look in more detail at some of the economic impact of all of this so that schools can be prepared and can make some really difficult decisions potentially over the coming weeks and months which is going to protect their school so that it can have a positive social impact for future generations. So first things first, people have to come first when these disasters strike. And you will have already been doing this. As school leaders, you will already have been thinking about how you are protecting and safeguarding the well-being of your pupils. And that will include pupils from Ukraine, from Russia, from other Eastern European states who are directly impacted by the invasion You will also no doubt already be thinking about how you protect the well-being of young people who are potentially seeing war, or at least war this close to home, for the first time through their devices. And understanding the dynamics of a sensitive community in which really understands some of the nuances, especially around the fact that this is not the people of Russia, this is Putin making these decisions, making these 
these really horrendous attacks on a democratic neighbour. So all of those things I am sort of assuming that as school leaders you are already on top of. I have spoken to many school leaders who I know there is a lot of detailed thinking around the way that people are talking about this in the school to support pupils. Next time I'll be talking to a charities expert about how you can be helping the people of Ukraine. So what I'm going to be doing in the remainder of this special episode is to give you a quick run through the main economic issues that we will be facing over the coming months. Before we dive into the detail, I wanted to let you know about a free resource I've created to help you prepare your school for the coming economic impact of the invasion of Ukraine. It's a checklist of things you need to think about and take action on now, and it's designed to prompt strategic conversations around the issues that actually matter. You can download your free copy at www.consultjuliet.co.uk slash checklist. Okay, now let's continue with this week's episode. So as I record this, the biggest impact that we're seeing that the West is taking, that NATO nations are taking against Russia, is around economic sanctions. And I've seen this being described as economic warfare. And although to some extent maybe that language is not helpful in a diplomatic sense, that is actually the best way to understand what is happening. The NATO nations are responding by being very careful about not taking action militarily, which will escalate the situation. But we are seeing the largest ever use of sanctions against an economy. This is the largest economy that we have seen targeted by sanctions. So sanctions have been targeted against nations like Iran, but this is Russia's is the largest economy that we have had economic sanctions targeted on. We have seen steps taken which we have never seen before, such as sanctions against the Russian central bank. And we are now also seeing, as I record this, there's a risk these episodes take quite quickly, but as I record this, we are now seeing NATO states um, say that they are not going to be importing or we scaling back slowly on importing oil and gas from Russia. So these sanctions are now also including the energy markets. This action is absolutely massive. This is unknown economic territory. And I've been really struck when I listen to the economic experts. And I'm going to give you some links in the episode notes on some of the podcasts that I've been listening to, which are absolutely superb from both the BBC and The Economist. So you can have a look at those if you want to listen to the experts yourself. This is absolutely unprecedented. We really do not know the impact that this is going to have on our our economies, in on Western economies. We also know that all of this impact is going to be layered on top of the impact that we've already seen as a result of the coronavirus pandemic. So we are seeing economic forecasts come out and these are shifting and changing on a day-by-day basis at the moment. We're seeing inflation forecasts for the US and the UK going really, really high. So for example, in the UK, we're now seeing forecasts that inflation could go up to 8% during 2022, probably then coming down again by the end of the year. And in the UK economy, this is layered upon already massive increase in the cost of living, what's been called the cost of living crisis. It's slightly different in the US. In the US, what we're actually seeing is that there is high inflation, but there is also salary inflation. 
So we're seeing wages go up by actually about 5% as an annual increase in wages at the moment. And that means that although individuals aren't being or families aren't being impacted on in quite the same way because there isn't quite the same cost of living crisis, it's having a different but still very, very significant impact on the cost base of schools and well as other businesses within the US. So there are slightly different trends happening in different economies, but this is big. This is really, really significant. And for all economies, we are seeing steadily reducing growth forecasts. So each day, each week, these forecasts are being tweaked downwards. So for example, on the 5th of March, we were seeing um, forecast by the Resolution Foundation that there would be a 0.6 reduction in economic growth in the UK, bringing economic growth down to 4.1%, which is actually still quite high, but that's because it's post-pandemic recovery. This is really, really significant. What I'm going to do in future episodes is talk about some of the areas that are impacted for schools. And I'm going to run through them super fast here so that you know what to expect over future episodes. So first of all, pupil recruitment is going to be massively impacted by affordability concerns within those families that are being affected by the cost of living crisis. And there are going to be impacts on the way in which you internationally diversify your recruitment. So I'm going to be talking about that in the episode after next, the third episode of this series. Cost control is also really significant, and I'm going to be dedicating a whole episode to that. The impact of energy prices and food prices in particular, and in a US context, salary, so wage kind of costs, all of those escalating are going to impact on schools, and we're going to explore that in a future episode. It's also going to impact on schools because of the need for sensitive fundraising. I really hope that we don't see schools roll back from fundraising in the same way they did during the pandemic. That is not necessary at this point. But your fundraising needs to be sensitive to the situation. And I'm going to be doing a future episode on that as well. And then the fourth area that's impacted is around investment income. Now, I'm not planning a specific episode on that, so I'm going to take a few extra seconds to describe what the impact will be on that area now. Investors are divesting from Russia, so they are selling Russian stocks. We are seeing um, Western companies such as BP selling parts of their business which are within Russia or withdrawing from their Russian operations. We are likely to see, and this is imminent as I'm recording this, so this may or may not happen, but we are likely to see Russia default on its debts, on its international debts and government bonds. And we are certainly seeing um, investment firms having to just cope with increased volatility across the market um, and commodities prices massively increasing and spiking as well around energy and food in particular, as well as some, some of the metals as well. Now, all of this means that there is a challenge to your investment income. So if your school relies on endowment income, you need to be talking to your investment manager to get an update on how exposed you are to, the, to all of these issues. You need to be asking your investment manager for their scenarios around what could happen and the impact that it would have on your income, or as much as possible as they can produce that at the moment. And then as well as one-to-one -one conversations with your investment manager, 
they will be producing regular updates which let's be honest you may or may not regularly read you probably are receiving those into your inbox or you should be and you need to be reading those so that you are on top of the impact on your investment income it's an area that actually you need to be a little bit more hands-on not because you're going to be making the decisions but you need to be assessing the risk around how much your endowment is being impacted by this um, so that you can explain it potentially to donors and you can take action, although your investment manager will be making you know, recommendations and, and, and so on around this. You don't need to be all over all of the detail. You need to be a little bit more over the detail than you normally are. So I'm going to wrap up this episode at this point. These are the big issues. This is really significant. This economic impact is going to be as big as the 2008 financial crisis, the pandemic economic shocks, the 1970s oil price shocks where, you know, three-day working weeks here in the UK, it's kind of hard to to imagine that happening again. The detail will be different. Each of those previous financial shocks or economic shocks has a different profile to the one that we have now. But the scale is not beyond the realms of possibility that the scale will be similar to those. Watch this space, listen to the future episodes that I'm going to be putting out on this. As the economic data comes through, I'll be updating you on the impact for schools. And I'm also going to be putting some links in the episode notes so that you have some jargon-free resources from the BBC and The Economist so that you can also understand yourself a little bit more about what's happening in these areas. As always, I love to hear your feedback and I love to hear your questions. I have plans for what I want to do in future episodes in this series, but I also want to make sure that this is responding to your questions. So please do just drop me an email, contact me on social media. If you have any questions around how your school is preparing for this crisis that is just around the corner, um, I want to hear them because I want to be able to make sure that I can make my future episodes focused on those areas that you're most concerned about. So I'm going to sign off at this point. My normal Thursday podcast will be coming out as usual. And these little mini podcasts will be coming out at random times, depending on information as it's emerging and as we understand more around this crisis as it proceeds. Stay safe. Think about those people in Ukraine. Take a deep breath and move on with your week. I look forward to talking to you again next time. Goodbye. Thanks for listening to the Independent School Podcast the podcast that helps senior leaders in private schools to think and act more strategically, both because they want to secure the future of their school and because they want to help build a more equal and just world. You can listen in everywhere that podcasts are available. And if you want to catch up on previous episodes or follow any of the links that I've mentioned today, just head over to www.consultjuliet.com co.uk slash podcast.